Then we are back with another episode of Boots the Podcast, and with us today is Junior Jacob Kazuk. Kazuk, thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course, of course. I, it, it's weird, honestly. I, I sometimes forget your name is Jacob because, you know, with the team, we call you uh, Kazuk, you know, forever and always. Yeah. Even, like, my first day here, I was introduced to you as Kazuk. Uh, so, <laughs> like, uh, is, has that trended all throughout your life, or is that, like, you got to Miami and you just became, like, Kazuk? Yeah, yeah. In high school, I played soccer, and uh, all the guys would call me by my last name. So, um, it was, yeah, it's kind of weird and kind of, like, off-putting when people call me Jacob. It's a little, like, uh, different. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely no, I- more used to – that's fair that's fair that's awesome that's awesome so you know obviously you are a sprinter you know you do the 50 through 200 freestyle and you also dabble a little bit in the 100 butterfly I mean that's you know four events that's you know not a lot of people swim four events in college so what brought you to like adding that fourth event you know maybe the 100 butterflies not normal for you maybe the 200 freestyles not you know something you normally swim so what brought you to you know do both of those events sticking with one yeah I mean like the 50 free and the 100 free were pretty like obvious choices being a sprinter and like coming up to be a sprinter in college so um it was really between the 200 free and the 100 fly I think kind of like the reason that I added on because initially I was just 200 free 100 free 50 free I added on the 100 fly because Zach thought it would be good a good idea to like add another stroke in so you know like Cause like we we're just grinding one stroke over and over. All I would do, I do three rounds of the main set doing the same stroke. And he kind of thought for like all the sprinters, it'd be good to have something to kind of switch it up or different muscles, you know? And I think kind of like the obvious choice for me personally was the hundred fly. Mm-hmm. So, cause like I kind of did that a little bit in high school, but never really focused on it too much. So it, I think me and Zach talked about it that time. We thought that was a good choice for me. I mean, obviously, you know, it's worked out well for you swimming it, you know, in most dual meets these days. And, you know, when, when we suit up and stuff, you swim it as well. And actually, I, so we're recording this on Tuesday night, uh, and you swam that today in practice, at the end of practice, right? It was you and Ian doing a 50 fly? Yeah, yeah. Okay, how, how did that go? Yeah, yeah. It was good. I mean, it was fun. I mean, Zach, like, last minute, I was sitting down, getting ready to warm down. Zach looks at me and Ian goes, all right, you two, get up on the block. Let's go. I was like, what? And he's like, yup. And I was like, all right. So me and Ian were like, all right, we're going to do a 50 fly race. And I think I out-touched him. I think I went a 24.1 and he went a 24.2. Very close. It was fun. Everybody was like getting excited and stuff. The junior versus the freshman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, I was on the other side of the pool working with distance. So I saw it from afar, but it seemed like a lot of fun and, you know, later on, we'll definitely get into you know, the this, this sprint group and, like, we're on the family you guys have definitely built there since you've been, you know, part of this team. Uh, but, you know, we'll talk about the homeland. You are from Freeland, Michigan. Uh, for those of the people that are watching, I know Michigan, right, it's all about where you live on the glove. And you're kind of, like, in the nook of it all. Like, if you, if you don't mind, like, putting, like, your hand up to show the, you know, the view where you live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, from Bay, like, the Bay Area. So, like, right around, like, here. It's, like, we're in the valley. So, it's, like, okay. the river, like, comes down through here and goes out to the Bay. But, yeah, you know, 15 minutes from – 15 or 20 minutes from Lake Huron. Okay, very cool. Very cool. And you're, you're yeah. north of most of, like, big cities, right? I know, like, 
Detroit, Lansing, Ann Arbor, Grand Rapids are pretty much, you know, on one similar like line there across the state. But you're about like 90 minutes or so north of that. Yeah, it starts getting pretty rural, kind of like where I'm from and stuff. Like I went to a high school where it was like it was a public high school and there was like 1,200 students. So pretty small. Um, the farther north you go, the more like wildernessy it gets. You know, it's, it's I, that's what I like about Michigan. You know, like I drive an hour north and it's just like that's all it is. And it's it's beautiful. Out there. That's fair. So, have you ever been to like the UP? Have you gone up there a couple times? Uh, yeah, I mean, mostly it's like for vacation and stuff. Like where my family will go up there and mm-hmm. spend some time around, checking out like some of the scenery. You know, you got like Sleeping Bear Dunes, which isn't in the UP, but it's still like northern Michigan. Mm-hmm. and like uh Tequamina Falls and stuff and yeah there's a lot of cool things pictured rocks yeah very mm-hmm. pretty up there yeah I mean I know it's pretty I know the sand dudes are probably like a top 10 most photographed you know spot in all of Michigan and then I think when you talk about the UP I think mm-hmm. fudge on Mackinac Island is like a you know domestic favorite like people travel there just for the fudge do you have a favorite fudge from that from Mackinac like every time you go you have to get it to bring it back home <laughs> I like the caramel stuff. I mean, honestly, like I'm more of a sea salt caramel guy. So like the fudge that's mm-hmm. mixed with that is always super good. And definitely something I got to get whenever I'm up there. That's fair. That's fair. And then, you know, the state of Michigan's also known for having a bunch of conies, which is like a local, you know, Michigan thing. You really can't find that outside of the state. Do you have a certain, like, do you have a local one that like you go to and like, you know, it's like the cheer song, right? Where everybody knows your name. Do you have one like that in Freeland or like one close by? Yeah, yeah. There's actually one um, my grandfather would always take me growing up. He'd always uh, drive us there and we'd sit down, get some Coney dogs, get mm-hmm. some mugs of root beer and fries and just sit there and just talk and hang out. Oh, it was, yeah, that's wild. Yeah, brings back some memories. I haven't been there in a while. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, I, I don't know about told you, but my dad's from Michigan. So, you know, every time we go back, we go, you know, the Coney and get burners and do the Coney dogs and the whole whole shebang. So I definitely appreciate, you know, uh, someone that understands and, you know, the legacy of Coney and the Coney dogs and all that stuff. It's awesome. It's awesome. So then, you know, obviously growing up, you know, you'd mentioned you'd played soccer amongst, you know, I assume you played other sports as well. Like, how was that? Like, in, uh, how was the swim scene in, like, I guess, north central of the, you know, the state of Michigan? Um, There's actually um one big club team in the area that kind of think everybody kind of like rotated to, like, at least where I'm from. But yeah, I mean, like the swim scene was, uh, I don't know, I feel like I don't know, maybe it's because I grew up doing it. And, like, I started swimming when I was, like, seven years old. Mm-hmm. My parents put me in it because my mom was a swimmer. And I think that's just kind of why all my friends were swimmers. But it seemed like a lot of people were into swimming when I was, like, young. So, yeah, it was really cool growing up. I mean, I drew a lot. Uh, I tried a lot of different sports. You know, obviously, like you said, like soccer. I did baseball. I did basketball and stuff. And, yeah, there were a lot of different things that I tried growing up. You know, my parents wanted to make sure that I had, like, the opportunity to see what I liked. So if swimming wasn't the path you chose like to pursue collegiately, what sport do you think you would have pursued? Um, that's tough. I mean, like I love soccer and I loved playing soccer. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I was good enough to play it collegiately, but I, I definitely really enjoyed it. I was, I liked running as well. I was a long distance runner. So I had to run the mile and the two mile and yeah it was fun but like it just kind of got burned out of running I think pretty fast so I don't know 
probably wouldn't have played collegiately if it wasn't for swimming. That's fair. Well, I mean, spoken like a true swimmer there when you got, you know, burned out of running pretty quickly. I, I, I've seen our workouts in the disc in those days of running stadiums. I, I see how fast we all, we all burn out from, you know, a day of a disc workout. That's, that's for sure. So, you know, you said you swam club, you know, you did that through middle school. Like I, I know most people say like seventh and ninth grade is kind of when they found their passion for the sport. Are you in that same boat or like, were you earlier, or like a little later on in your high school career? Um, yeah. So, I mean, like, I think, yeah, I really started to enjoy swimming the most when I started making it to those higher level competitions, like mm -hmm. state meets and like junior Olympics and stuff. And like that stuff was all super exciting to me. Like, you know, my parents had, yeah, like they were able to like get me like tech suits and stuff, which I was very fortunate for, which was super cool to be able to go and swim with all these super fast swimmers. And I think that's kind of where I really like started like to enjoy it the most. Um, and then like going into high school and stuff, I even like started talking to like my, like um, my coaches. And so I had two coaches, both very passionate about it. Um, Gary Strickler and then Carl Smith, we called him Chili. And um, uh, yeah, they were both very passionate. And I told them, I think from the beginning that I wanted to swim in college, like going into ninth grade, like I was like, I want to do this. I want to train for this. And they were like, all right, like if you can put your mind to it, like we'll help you the best we can to get you there. And like, they obviously did a good job because I'm here now. I, I really enjoyed the whole experience. And like, I really appreciate all the work that they put in for it as well. And like, along with that, like both of my parents were like super supportive of it as well. So like, I think a lot of my passion comes like also like from them, like enjoying it almost as much as I do. Like they'd come and like, they'd come to my meets and like, they'd have my splits written down on the heat sheets and like, they'd come and tell me like, Oh, you need to go out faster here. Like, like this looked funny. Like, did that feel funny? Did you do a good turn and stuff? And like, I feel like they enjoyed me swimming as much as I enjoyed it. So like that really also helps a lot with it. So yeah, I think my passion started probably in middle school, but only grew like through high school. No, that's fair. And I mean, having that supportive background with, you know, with your coaches, you know, with Gary and Chili, you know, and obviously having your parents take it down your splits, I mean, you really can't beat that. You know, and I mean, I always say kudos to parents that sit through club meets. I mean, it's brutal. You know, you're sitting there for six, seven hours, so especially like with you, right, being a sprinter. I mean, you're in the water for a minute and a half or maybe two events at most. So, you know, I mean, yeah. kudos to them for sticking it out as far as that goes. Yeah. So then you also said that, you know, you really felt a passion for the sport when you hit those big meets, you know, like those, you know, states and sectionals and those, those type of meets. Is there a meet that sticks out in your mind that like, you know, a switch kind of flipped or like you were like, okay, like I've made it, I'm here. Like this is now I know I want to pursue, you know, swimming at the collegiate level. Um, I actually, there's one thing that like comes to my mind when you say that and it's, um, I think I had a state meet, oh, I forget which age it was, but it was club. And um, I was swimming the 50 breaststroke. So it must've been pretty young. I don't remember, but like going into like the 50 breaststroke, I was like supposed to be like top 16 in like the state or whatever for like that age group. And I ended up swimming it and making it back like as eighth. So like, I think that moment for me, like being up on the podium after that race, like I got eighth place, but like, you know, top eight was top eight. It was so cool to me being up on the podium. And I think that's kind of like one of the major moments for me that like, I think really set it off for me that this is something that I, like I really put my mind to, I could do. So yeah, I think that's the moment for me. No, that's awesome. 
that's awesome. You got to love those, you know, small moments as far as that goes, you know, making a top eight and 50 breaststroke. I, I never would have guessed. Yeah. I was a breaststroker and a backstroke <laughs> up until high school. And my coach had me in sprints. And my, oh my, have the time. The tables have turned. That's for yeah. sure. That's for sure. All right. So then, you know, your junior year, you start getting, you know, emails and phone calls and texts from coaches, you know, presumably all over the country, if not even, you know, international wise. Um, so talk about that process for you. Like, did your coaches prepare you for like, hey, like on this date, like you're going to get, you know, 30 emails and you might get six or seven text messages or whatever it was. Like, how did that process go for you from the beginning? Um, yeah, I mean, like my coaches is kind of like my one coach, Gary, he had I think three of his kids go and swim in college. I think, a, oh, I think two of them went to Michigan, maybe three of them went to Michigan State. I don't remember, but he had a couple of them go to Michigan State. And like, so he kind of had knew, known the process a little bit. He told me a little bit here and there about it. And my dad actually did a lot of research as well. And like my mom and stuff, they like looked into it a bunch. And my dad set up my college swimming account and like loaded all my times and stuff. And he really like researched a lot into that process. I mean, I don't think if like he wouldn't have like set a lot of that up, I don't know if I would be where I am, you know, like he definitely helped me and drove through it a lot. Um, But yeah, no, I mean like my first email, I think that was honestly probably like, one of the, like, it was a very exciting, like, oh, shoot, like, I could actually swim in college, like, that's awesome, like, it was, like, very, very exciting, I mean, I started getting a bunch of them from, like, all over the place, you know, um, and, yeah, it was just very exciting to, like, get to, like, see where, like, these schools were from, and, like, what their, like, swimmers were, like, what they swam, and, like, I do a lot of research on them, and, like, it was all just, like, very exciting, and, like, getting to, like, look through them all, and, you know, once it came to the time where, like, official visits started happening, I had a tough time. Like I went through all of the emails, I think. And I, I think I tried to respond to as many coaches as possible. Either being like, Oh yeah, I'm interested or no, I'm not like, just to like, you know, I, I felt like if they were reaching out to me they deserve to get like an email back kind of thing. And yeah, no, I just like went through and I had to pick five because I think the limit is five, right. For official visits. Yes, yeah. that's correct. Yeah. But yeah, that was tough, but it was, it was very exciting. The whole process, like I was just ecstatic to be a part of it at all. All right. So then you get to your five and, you know, obviously, you know, Miami is where you chose. So like uh, you know, walk me through like that visit weekend for you. Like you, had you been to Miami prior to your visit? Um, actually when I first got the email, my dad decided that we should go like visit the campus. So mm-hmm. we drove down and like, I did like kind of like an unofficial thing, just kind of like walked around campus. I think we took a campus tour and then um, I actually think I met up with Holly. I think I emailed her initially and like, I, I think she was in the process of like switching staff. So I don't know if she had her staff yet mm-hmm. because I initially got an email, I think from the original head coach before Holly had taken over. So I emailed back that account and I think Holly responded and like, we met up and talked and like, it was very brief, just like, kind of like, Oh yeah. Like I'm Jacob. Nice to meet you kind of thing. And yeah, it was very cool. And then I think it was like, I think I did that during the summer and then like a couple months later I ended up getting another email from Holly like or I think it was Ryan Rich because I think he was doing recruiting at the time and yeah and we just kind of like set something up he's like yeah like we would really love to have you on an official visit like come on down and like check out campus see the team stay for a night I was like oh yeah okay so I came down and I think honestly like 
the main thing that I think was like I was looking at the most and was like the most important to me I felt like was the team so like I loved campus obviously like that's important good academics is important but like what I was looking for in a swim team was like I wanted to make sure there was like some good chemistry on the team and that the coaches and the athletes like got along and like understood each other and were able to like work together and when I came here on like one of the days they were doing I forget they might have been doing like 20 or like the three rounds of 850s I forget they were doing a lot of sprinting stuff off the blocks and at the end of the practice one of the guys got out of the water and started like they were obviously joking but he was like yelling at one of the guys he was like oh like you weren't trying hard enough like you weren't going fast enough and like the other guy was like, all right, fine. Like, you don't think I was going fast enough. Like, let's get up on the blocks and let's race. Let's race to 50. And it was long course, I think. And they got up and they were just, everybody was super loud and pumped. Everybody was screaming on deck, like cheering for them and stuff. And then like they dove in and raced and like immediately, like, you know, I just like felt the energy and I, I loved that, you know? So like, I thought that was awesome. And then going off of that, like just hanging out with the team and stuff, like they all seemed very close it was also pretty important to me that like there was a men and women's team. Cause I like on club stuff, like it was combined. And I really appreciated that. Cause like some of like my best friends were like on the women's team. So I, I really wanted a program that had like that kind of connection between their men and women's team as well. So I thought that was super cool. Cause they kind of checked off all my boxes when it came to team. So it was very, very cool. And like the deciding decision for me. Well, I mean, obviously, we're we're super happy that you chose Miami for not what you do inside the pool, but everything you bring to the team outside of the pool as well, which you could argue is almost more important, at least for me. I think so. But I'm one person with one opinion, and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. So, now, obviously, you chose Miami. You're here now. You know, you walked in your freshman year, and you chose to study computer science. So, has that, like, have you been into the computer yeah. science your like your whole childhood or like did that develop later on like how like walk me through why you chose computer science um it actually started like my freshman year of high school i was taking um oh it says my internet connection is unstable is it good yep Can you hear me okay yeah no it actually started my freshman year of high school um one of my geometry teachers who like i had a tough time in that class but like i eventually ended up figuring out like geometry was tough for me but it's all good um but uh she was actually the programming teacher and she would like nonstop talk about like programming and stuff and like like oh like I love programming and like I was like you know what like I should give it a try it sounds like something cool you know I grew up watching a lot of like movies and stuff where like hackers typing on the computers like oh maybe I could be one of those guys or something like you know completely a misconception obviously but still all the like still seemed cool to me and I took a programming class and I actually loved it so I ended up taking like I think two more and I ended up taking the AP and stuff. I got AP credit for it. And I think from then on, like I think end of my junior year, I was done with all the programming classes my school had to offer. I just kind of knew that I wanted to do that. I just really enjoyed it. And I was like, you know, I think computer science would be the right choice. I think it goes more in depth and I think it'd be like the perfect thing for me. You know, honestly, I've never like regretted it. I love it. You know, it's, it's very fun. I mean, a lot of people have a hard time picking their majors and, I'm very fortunate that I was able to figure that out early enough, not have that extra stress added to my life. Uh, yeah, I'm very happy with my choice with this major. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, so many people change their major at least once in college, if not more. So I, you, like you said, you're very fortunate to have found something you love to do. Uh, so then, 
you know, as far as computer science goes, what would be an ideal situation for you post-graduation? I know you're only in the you know, spring semester of your junior year, but, you know, I know it's going to be before you know it. Uh, so, like, have you put any thought into what you'd like to do after you graduate? Yeah, I mean, I've been looking into, like, a bunch of things. I mean, like, this CSE, like, route is so broad with, like, the amount of things that you can do with it. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, like, currently I'm taking, like, a network security class, and I mean, I don't know much about it, but it seems something interesting. You know, I've, I've been like taking a bunch of different classes to get a feel for everything and see like what I would like like to do for the rest of my life, which is tough. I think that's the hard part for me is deciding where I want to go with this. There's no direct route because I mean, I've, I've looked into like software engineering. I've looked into like database like management and database like architects. I've looked into like, yeah, like network security it's just stuff like that. And it's, it's all very interesting. And I, I honestly cannot like say right now where I would like, like to end up. I'm still having a hard time trying to figure that out. I mean, I'm still trying to find an internship for the summer. And, you know, if I find something like that, maybe I'll be able to like narrow it down even more. Maybe I like it. Maybe I don't, I don't know. It's just, yeah, definitely very tough with so many different ways that I could go with it. That's fair. That's fair. No, I mean, it, it's really cool how it was even within the last five years, how much, more broad, you know, or like how much more you can do with that degree. So that's, that's incredible. So then do you like, do you build your own PC yourself or like how, like, are you like someone that's into that realm of, you know, computer science? Um, not so much as like other people. I mean, like, I'm pretty sure Sam's done like that kind of stuff. Sam Curran, he's like mm -hmm. worked on PCs and stuff. I know a little bit like here and there, I understand how it works. I've never gone through the process of building my own. I'm more interested in like the software side of things, like working on like operating systems and like writing programs and writing software and like making games and stuff. Like I find that to be more fun than like the computer engineering kind of side of things. That's fair. So then what would be your dream game to make? Ooh, that's tough. Every time I, I never finish things like that. Like I always like start like, oh, this is so cool. And I get like into something and I, and then I just like lose interest and start working on something else. I've got ADHD when it comes to like making programs and designing games and stuff. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be cool to make a, like a side scroller kind of game. I've mm -hmm. kind of worked on a couple of those where like the character just like, you know, it's like a 2D thing, kind of like mm -hmm. Mario, something similar to that. Mm -hmm. And that's always been pretty cool. I don't know, probably something like that, yeah. That sounds, I mean, that sounds awesome. I mean, any game that you can relate to Mario, I mean, it's going to be an instant hit, an instant classic. I expect to see it on the next, you know, whatever the next version of the Switch is going to be, you know, 10 to 20 years. We'll see. Yeah, uh, okay. It's going to be the game, you know, game design. Jacob, right. I'm ready for it. Yeah. I'll send you a picture. Uh, I'll be fantastic. I'll, I would buy the console right then <laughs> there. No, that. Oh, okay. So, you know, I'm, like your class in junior juniors, obviously it's a pretty – decent sized class, but I feel like the junior men in sprints, I feel like there not really aren't junior men anywhere else. You guys are all in the sprint group, right? I mean, it's you, it's Grant, it's Cole, it's Chatwin, it's Wami Wams. I mean, there's so many junior men in that group. So did you guys all like connect prior to coming to campus for new student orientation? Like, did you have a group chat or like, I, I don't know, like was, were Snapchat groups like a thing when you guys were coming through like stuff like that yeah 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 so actually it was Wamsley I think who kind of like created the group chat for everybody and like he like added all like the new people coming in and stuff I think it was initially on 
group me, but then I think we turned it into a Snapchat group chat that we still have and we still use like all the time. And yeah, no, I mean, like it kind of started like day one, as soon as we kind of all got in that group, like sure it was kind of quiet at first, but we all kind of like clicked, I think, and like started talking and stuff. And we all planned to come to the same orientation. So like, I think the majority of us all got to like meet for the first time at the same orientation, which was pretty cool. We all like walked around campus together and stuff and like got to know each other, got to meet some of the people on the team still. Yeah, I, uh, it was cool getting to like meet everybody. Um, coming on and like coming in our freshman like class, coming to like, like into the dorms and stuff and like doing all that was pretty cool too. I mean, at first, like it's always tough, but like, I feel like we were already closer than like everybody else on our floor. It was weird. Like we all just like immediately like clumped together and like all were hanging out in Sam's room and stuff. And, you know, when we're training together, like eating together, sleeping together, like spending all of our free time together, like we all built a connection super fast and super strong, you know, like with our men and with our women, like in our class, like it was like, it was awesome. Very cool. And yeah, I don't think that connection's really wavered at all. I mean, we're a family, like families get into fights and stuff all the time. Like, of course we squabble every now and then, but like we all deep down, we all love each other. We all really care about each other. And I think we just want to see each other exceed. And like, we, we've just like, yeah, we all just root for each other all the time. It's very, very close. And I wouldn't trade it for anything. I love it. That's awesome. That's, I mean, you love to hear those kind of stories and just how close you guys have gotten since you've all been here as far as that goes. And, you know, for anyone that ever comes to a practice at Miami, you know, you're going to hear the sprint group. They could be in a leisure pool, a diving well, either of the you know, main pools we use. You're going to hear you guys and every day. So, like how, like, how do you guys culminate that culture of, you know, no matter what you guys are doing, whether it's a lactic acid set or, like, you guys are doing racks or stuff like that, you always find the energy to cheer for yourself or – you know, the well noises and stuff like that, you guys find a way to make it, you know, make it fun and enjoyable. How, like, did that start when you got here? Like, that's something that kind of built its way into the sprint group as you've, as you've, you know, gone through the program. I think it's always been, like, a, a part of the team, like, in the culture of, like, Miami and stuff, getting loud and, like, yelling at each other, trying to get everybody hyped up. But, you know, the person who really, like, gets in my head and, like, that I really think about when I think about getting loud is – uh Nikola Angelic he was uh my freshman and sophomore year he was here on the team and like that guy was loud he always was getting loud yelling and getting everybody hyped up and like when Billy was here like Billy was doing the same thing and like at our practices and stuff when he was on sprint and like it's just like it's it's infectious you know like Zach we kind of like had meetings and stuff and we'll sit down and like kind of talk about it and like like what do we need to improve on it's like team like morale like that's like a big thing like if we can get up and get behind each other like somebody starts yelling everybody starts yelling like it's infectious you know it's like if you fake a smile like to like make somebody else happier like you're gonna end up feeling happier too it's just kind of like a natural thing that kind of happens so like it's it's kind of something that's like that we've started you know like it's it's hard to find out like I, I can't even understand like why we like like, I understand why. I, I can't even talk right now. Um, no, it's just, I love it. I wouldn't change it for anything. It's just so, I think, unique. I've never had any training like that before where everybody gets loud and gets behind each other. And it's it's great. I, w I would not change it. I know some of the girls and stuff sometimes don't really feel the same way. But 
the boys, the boys love it. We love to get loud and we love to hype each other up and we love to hype the girls up whether they like it or not. It's just, it's fun. That's fair. That's fair. So, yeah, the sprint group after every practice, you guys, you know, break it down as far as that goes. Who, who do you think is the best at that? at a sprint group, like with coach X, like, Hey, I want X to break it down. Like who, like, who are you like? Oh yeah. Like this is going to be awesome. No matter what it's at 7.00 AM or 7.00 PM. Huh. I always really enjoy when Grant does it. Grant's got a way about it. He always does it. It's super unique and super like, I love it when Grant does it. Honestly, I think that's probably my favorite. I always puts a smile on my face and gets me happier to go about my day. It's just, that's fair. yeah. That's fair. And then, so I was like, you know, you and Grant and, you know, the rest of those junior guys, your upperclassmen now, you know, you have yep. some, you know, pretty, you know, fast freshmen to the group, you know, with Owen and Ian and even on the lady side with Honor and Rachel and Emily, you know, and the rest of that group. So talk about that for you. Like, you're older now, you, you know, you're in that mental role. How has that been for you and your class to kind of take leadership of that role and spread your wisdom to the young guys? Yeah, I mean, like, it's very cool. Like, I just, like, I see them and I see them doing certain things and stuff. And, like, I can, like, relate to where they've been and, like, how they've gone through the, like, how I've gone through those experiences that they're going through right now. And, like, um, one of the main things that I think I kind of, like, really have, like, started to pick up on that, like, other people do sometimes is, like, if people are having a bad meet, sometimes they'll, like, get in their own head and stuff and, like, they'll sit by themselves and they'll just, like, have their head down thinking about like what they're going to do their next race. And like, I did that a lot freshman year. Like if I had a bad swim, I'd get in my head. I'd like, it it would like mess with my whole meat and I wouldn't be able to like focus on anything other than what I'm going to swim next. You know, I think that's kind of like my goal is to like a couple times I've like recognized it, recognized another athletes and stuff. And I'm like, Hey, like you got to stop thinking about it, man. It's not going to help, you know, just focus on like, come like watch these people swim. Like, let's go cheer people on, like get out of your head you'll be better off if you just like go out and swim it instead of like overthinking the whole thing. So it's very cool to watch them all. I mean, like watching them, interacting with them. It's been tough this year since we haven't really had like the opportunity to like hang out with them outside of like the pool because of like the regulations and stuff. You know, I feel like it was tough in the beginning because it was hard to get to know them because we weren't able to like do like hang out on the weekends, have grill outs and stuff and like have pizza parties and stuff. It was just like, it was tough, but like now that we've had like the bulk of our training and we've really gotten into it and stuff, like I feel like I know these guys really well. And like getting to like watch people like Owen and go out and like break records at like invite this is like I think it was invite. It's crazy. Like you love to see it. Like you get so hyped and you get so happy for them. It's like almost like they're like my little brothers, you know, or like little like little siblings. Like I I just love them. I love to see when they're happy and like I love getting them hyped before the races and. You know, I'm like, I love also just getting competitive with them as well. Like today I practiced swimming against uh, Ian. That was, that was fun. I did not want him to beat me being like little brother, big brother energy right there. <laughs> it's, it's definitely like a family, you know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, you gotta love that, you know, and it was awesome seeing you guys race today and seeing the support you have for that, you know, younger group goes a long way. So that's yeah. cool. So now, you know, uh, you know, also once again, right, third year on the team as far as that goes, you know, so what were some of the highlights of your first two seasons so far? Then this could be inside the water and outside the water. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, like, the obvious one that I feel like a lot of people in my class and the class above probably have mentioned is, like, the MAC championships. Like, winning that my freshman year. Like, I was on the non-scoring team, but, like, just being on deck and stuff and, like, getting to see the energy, getting to see everybody get hyped up to, like, win that meet was ridiculous. It was, like, honestly, like, seeing, like, the people crying and jumping and, like, hugging. And after we won that, it was just insane. Like, uh, like that's probably, like, one of the top swimming moments of my entire life is getting to, like, be there and getting to experience that whole thing. It was just so fun. Um, and then, like, as of, like, out of the water and stuff, I mean, like, one of the things that, like, the men's team kind of does is uh, scavenger. Mm-hmm. And we, like, do, like, have a bunch of th- things on our list and, like, try to, like, score as many points as possible. And, like, it's all, like, all really fun and, like, kind of funny things. Like, I think one of the guys my freshman year – actually, I think both years. I think one of them was, like, 100 points if you shave off an eyebrow. And I think he ended up doing it and like he got the hundred points and we ended up winning. And like, it's just silly things like that. And it's, it's all in good fun. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like, I think he was a senior. Yeah. He's, he just really wanted to win his senior year. So he's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And he did. I was like, all right, good for you, man. And then like, along with that is like training trip, you know, can't forget my first training trip, being out on the beach and like, getting to like swim with the team, that intense training and like going to and from practice in the back of the band, all jamming to music, you know, everybody want to be in Tyler's band, listen, having you listen to your jams and stuff. That was fun. And yeah, I don't know. There's so much to remember, but yeah, I think those are definitely some of like the, the highlights. I mean, there'll be great highlights all around from team bonding to, you know, winning championships and then, you know, to training trip and, in Florida, you know, and then hopefully, you know, next year we'll be able to, you know, do that again. And, you know, so. nice senior send off as far as training trips go. We were senior swim, which will be awesome. Which yeah. will be awesome. So, you know, we are about halfway through this season, you know, the season obviously got altered, you know, due to the pandemic and max this year in April. So for the second half of the season, what are you most looking forward to? What am I looking most forward to? Um, I think, honestly, like, this year has been such a weird year. Like, I think everybody in the entire world can agree it's just been a weird year. And I honestly, like, it's weird. I feel like we've all been, like, training super well. And, like, I've been seeing people put up times, like, it seems like even early in the season for, like, even if we were going to, like, max in March, like, they've been putting up good times. And, like, the fact that we have an extra month, I'm just like kind of excited to see how this all ends up and see how people swim at the end of the season, like both men and women. Everybody's been putting up ridiculous times. I know I've been going like, I'm close to the times that I went at the end of the season last season. And like, I still have like at least another month and a half. Right. And yeah. So I'm just excited to see where we all go and like, see how this all ends up. I've got like a lot of faith in this team to really improve a lot this year. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, you were, you were moving, Saturday night, right? I mean, you went, you were going pretty, you went sub, you went 21, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very happy with my times and stuff. It was very fun. It sounds like it. That's cool. That's cool. And then, you know, as you know, and as probably most people listening to this know, our Mac Vermen championship meet is at Miami, you know, April 8th through 10th. Obviously last time the meet was here, you know, you were part of the, you know, the winning team and having that at home, do you think it's more special to win a championship meet like at home, like at your home pool as opposed to winning it on the road? 
Definitely. I mean, it was super cool. I, I think it's definitely more like you got like that home feel, like you're defending. Like we always say protect the nest. That's like kind of like the mantra and like the, the thing for the year. And it's just like the Hawks, you know, I got to protect the nest. And I think everybody gets a little bit more defensive about it when we're at our own home pool. Nobody wants to lose at their own home pool. You know, especially like I know this year we might not be able to have as many spectators or anything, but it was cool because a lot of the alumni came back like and like came to that home meet where we won freshman year. And that was super cool having that support from like our parents, obviously, and then the alumni as well. It was it was incredible just to have all those people there all cheering for us. That is that is awesome. And, you know, hopefully, maybe not full capacity, but maybe some capacity this year we'll be able to have. Is at the meet, which would be awesome, even if it's just our parents. But still, it'd be it'd be cool to have that. So, um, so now we're at the, you know the rapid fire question portion of the night. Are you uh, are you ready to go? Oh, I'm ready to go. All right. So first and foremost, uh, favorite place to eat in Oxford? Ooh, I gotta go with a local place. I'm gonna say Skippers. I love their waffle fries. Easily the best fries, best waffle fries I've ever had. Okay. Okay, wow, that's that's pretty incredible, especially with you know that huge chain store. You know, Chick Fil A obviously has waffle fries, but that's awesome. You say Skippers, I'm sure they they love to hear that. Hear that uh, favorite hometown restaurant? Like when you go back, you know, to your, to your home to home, where are you going to eat? That's tough. Um, I gotta say, like our local, like Applebee's. It's like I know it's a chain and I know it's not anything special like me and my friends like after football games and stuff just going there all the time and like you know going for half off apps after the football games and stuff like it's more of just like the place than it is the restaurant it's just nostalgic mm -hmm. that's, yeah. that's fair so then you know I have to ask because you are from Michigan you know although you go to Miami there's obviously the two big schools in the state you know Michigan and Michigan State where do your loyalties apply uh, my mom went to U of M and my dad went to Western. So we're both, we're all Michigan fans. Okay. So, That's yeah, fair. But I wasn't at Michigan state and I have a bunch of friends that go to Michigan state, but I'm definitely <laughs> on the Michigan side of things. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, would you rather be a world record holder or an NCAA champion? Ooh. I think a world record holder. That would just like it's just got a ring to it that just sounds nice, you know, like being recognized throughout the world. I don't know, NCAA champion is pretty cool too. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with world record holder. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, so we, this question might have already been answered, but what's your favorite item at your local Coney? Oh, uh, it's got to be like the the Coney dogs, man. The Coney dogs and like the I can't even pick. It's like that and the root beer. Gotta love it all. Goes together. Can't have one without the other. <laughs> I I agree. I agree. Um, so you know, I, I assume you know with the computer science background, you probably are in the gaming a little bit, whether that's PC or you know other consoles. What would you say is your favorite like video game you've ever played? Okay, so I'm into like first person shooters and stuff. So I think like my favorite game, the game I have the most memories with playing with my friends and stuff, has got to be Black Ops Two. Mm -hmm. on uh, Xbox 360. Easily probably one of my favorite games of all time. Oh, shoot. Now I'm thinking about like Pokemon when I was younger. Mm -hmm. I haven't played a Pokemon game for a long time, but maybe it's Fire Red on the Game Boy. 
Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Fire Red on the Game Boy. That's that's a good one. That was my go-to club meet. You know, you got to be there for seven hours playing some Fire Red on the. I had a green Game Boy Color. That was, oh, I had one. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so the sprint group, you guys are very active. You know, I look over there when I'm coaching distance. A lot of dancing's going on. Uh, who would you say is the best dancer in a sprint in a sprint group? Out of practice, I think Webby. Webby's the most like he's willing to go down and break it down. And I, I love seeing I look across the pool and listen to the music. And I see Webby doing a little dance. It's great. Love it. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, now, as far as franchises goes, uh, which do you prefer, Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter? Harry Potter all the way. I didn't really watch Lord of the Rings until I got older. I grew up mm -hmm. watching all the Harry Potter movies. We had them all on DVD. Or watching the car on long car rides and stuff. Saw them all in theaters. All the ones that I was like old enough to see in theaters and stuff. But like, yeah, I, Harry Potter all the way. Awesome. Awesome. And then uh, last but not least, you mentioned it a little bit ago. Um, you know, you're walking in on Saturday morning practice, on normal Saturday morning. Uh, which do you prefer, 850s or 6-1s? How many rounds of 850s am I doing? Uh, we will say the normal. So, like, probably like two. Two is what we normally do for 850s. So, I got to go with 850s. Being a sprinter and, like, sit watch take so much out of you. It, it's less yardage, but it's just so hard to get up and do six ones. So, I'm going to go with two rounds of 850s, especially since I get to do that second round fly. That's like a switch stroke. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think you're the first one to mention about so, you know, this, the switching of strokes there. So, no, that's that's a good point. It's a very, very good point. Well, because, yeah. uh, look, thank you for uh, for joining us tonight. It's been awesome chatting with you about, you know, all things Michigan and, you know, your past with swimming and everything like that. It's been awesome, you know. And, um, yeah, once again, thank you. And, uh, you know, we will see you on the pool deck soon. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. I've loved the whole thing. Thank of you. Course.